anything involving needing a podcast, as long as I get to do it with you, my best friend, uh, who I love dearly. Oh, we're recording. Fuck you, Tim, you piece of shit. Oh, okay. Uh, I do not... I hate this man. He is, like, my worst frenemy. I would never want to spend time with Tim. Tim... Have you ever yeah. seen the video of that cat that's like really cuddling up to this dog and then the moment it realises it's being recorded, it smacks the dog in the face? <laughs> that's what just happened. That's you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey Tim, how are you doing today? I am tired, I'm sleepy. What about you, are you? Sleepy, gay, lack of energy, what? just had a long day of work and I've got an even longer day tomorrow. Yeah, um, I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. Alright, yeah. uh, Tim, what are we doing today? Uh, watch 37 of Catwoman. 37. Uh, 37. That means there's 15 to go? Yep, something like that. That's low. That is That's low. very low. That's very low. Um, I was in a job interview today. Oh. I know. And uh, the, the guy who was doing the interview said, you can learn a lot about someone by what they do in their spare time. I was like, well, I wonder what my podcast says about it. Is that what you said? Yeah, and they were like, what's your podcast? And I was like, I watch Catwoman once a week. Oh my god. And he was just like, well, it shows that you're determined, if not And, and willing to commit to a bit. Um, yeah. I, my current client at work is uh, the Ministry of Justice. Ooh. And I have a daily stand-up every day with some of the people, quite, quite high up in the MOJ. And um, I, I have mentioned this podcast to them, so the UK Ministry of Justice is aware that this podcast exists. What a, what a wild ride. It's um, so nuts, dude. I, do you have an objective? Uh, to be your best friend, uh, to love and to hold in in life, in sickness and in health, till death do us part. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, so that's a no, then. Uh, mate, like, my, I, I just got into, like, a new hobby, and I'm thinking about something that could be related, but uh, maybe I'll do that next week when I've had more time to think about it and not put myself on the spot. Uh, I, my, my objective, Tim, mm-hmm. is to not fall asleep because I'm so tired. CP. Yeah, I'm so EP. Tim, what's your objective? My objective this week, um, I have also gotten into a new hobby. Uh, I introduced me to a program called Obsidian. It's a note-taking app that allows you to essentially make connections between your notes. Uh, and it makes like a big old web, so I'm making like a personalized Wikipedia uh, of just shit that I'm interested in. And I have a range of topics here that I've covered so far in my journey on Obsidian. Uh, they are, and let me just pull these Oh, up. you're going to list... I, I can see the picture with your grid. Are you going to like go to all these topics no so what i'm gonna do is i'm not going through all of the topics because only the ones with colors on them have actually got something on them right now um okay. the, the gray ones are just like stuff that i will probably connect from right right, right, um, right. so the main topics i've got are sperm whales sugar nasi goreng caramelization the arctic circle the equator indonesia the, the united states of america walt disney surgical equipment and steel what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a page for Catwoman, and I'm going to find a way to connect it to one of them. Oh my god, I love that. Or more. Or more. The more connections, the better. <laughs> yes. Uh, the way you can most ideally like write about Catwoman and connect things to this page. I'm interested to see what you come up with. Well, I've got a film template um, okay. all set to go, so I just need to fill it out, but find a way to connect the dots. There's, a, there's an obvious one with, to the, with the United States. Mm-hmm. But I want to be more creative than that. Yeah. Good. Okay. Good. All right. Well, that will do it for my objective. Shall we get on with the movie? (sighs) 
Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. All right, well, we'll see everyone in an hour and 40 minutes. See you in an hour and 40. All right, toodles, everyone. Bye. We restarted this at exactly 4.20, by the way. Jubilees! Uh, we blaze <laughs> it! What a funny weed number. Um, Wait, it's the sex number. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, sorry. So, 69 I'm not... is the weed number. Oh, because like, there's like 69 leaves yeah. of weed. Yeah. <laughs> In total. And 4.20 is how many people you had sex with last week. Oh, that makes right. sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you didn't have an objective this week. My objective was to not fall asleep during the movie, and I nearly failed, dude. I was, I was so close to How? failing. You had to go to the shop at one point. <laughs> yeah, mate, honestly. Yeah, my electric nearly went out. I had to go to the shop to fix that. It was funny. But, right, Tim. Yeah. Your objective. Yeah. Do it. So, uh, I mentioned before at the beginning of this episode that I've been making essentially like a personalized Wikipedia thing with only links that I would be particularly interested in. And so I made a page for Catwoman and managed to get a number of connections. So I have got Catwoman being connected to Walt Disney uh, because uh, uh, Walt Disney is a director and Catwoman has a director. And they are also a director. That's that's the only connection I got. Disney Company must own some facet of Catwoman in some regard, in some manner, right? They don't. Catwoman's a DC property. Yeah, but DC aren't like the full top level proprietary parent company. No, they're owned by Warner Brothers. Uh, okay, are they the top level? Yeah, because like I know that like basically all of media in I guess in the Western world is owned by like four companies, right? Yeah, there's one of them. One petty argument. Yeah, Warner Brothers yeah. is one of them. Oh, okay, um, right. So we've right. got we've got Catwoman's connection to surgical equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I've written here. Uh, let me pull up uh, my Catwoman article. While Catwoman's suit has has historically been latex, 2004's Catwoman is implied to be made of leather. Despite this, the suit is instead made of rubber, vinyl, metal, and styrofoam. And the connection with surgical equipment is that uh, a lot of leather cutting tools used to be used in very predated surgery. Interesting. Next one. We have got uh, the United States of America. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hmm, hmm. Um, I wonder. So one, one thing I found out was this film had a separate release date for Los Angeles specifically. Yeah, like, I guess... A week, uh, not even like premiere. So it wasn't like so, like it all it all premiered and stuff, and then they released it. Or yeah, wait, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Weird. Um, the next one I've got, and it's the one of the more strenuous connections. We've got the cat. So we've mentioned before that Halle Berry doesn't like fish. Yep. So the sushi that she ate uh, was instead carved fruit. Yes. So, which, by the way, I really want. I think and it looked great. That whoever did the prop work for that. Great work. Incredible. That fish connection brings us a natural connection to Ar- to the Arctic Circle oh. and sperm whales. <laughs> Fun. Because obviously sperm whale diet and uh, the Arctic yeah. Circle houses many fish. Uh, the last one I've got is uh, that part of Catwoman's suit uh, in terms of prop design was made of metal and steel is also made of metal. So those are my connections to Catwoman so That's... far. This graph is going to get bigger. That's fucked. It is. 
I have a number of things ready for this recording. I actually got yeah. all my stuff done pretty early, which is nice, nice. Uh, including who's taller, the cat news power meower. But you wanted me to remind you of some weird shit from when George is telling okay. off patients. Okay, so there's a scene in this movie, Tim. And it's not a scene tweet, but I'm just saying that because it's funny. Sure. Uh, very early on in the movie, um, Patience Phillips gets called into George Hodari's office. Yep. And he's like, I am not pleased. This is like the villain reveal, you know. Yeah, she, I'm she used, the villain. She, she used the wrong shade of red, yada, yada, yada. Tim. Yep. Hodari is a big company. Sure. Right? It's a pretty fucking big company. Uh, I would say it's on probably like a national scale company at the very least, right? Yeah, household name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who is this? Who is the CEO of that company? Uh, who who owns and runs the company? Oh, probably George. Right. Yeah, he's like the top dog, right? Number one in the whole company. Sure. Yeah. What is Patience Phillips' position in that company? If she's a graphic designer, in like the marketing department, right? Sure. Yeah. Her direct manager would be not George. No, I, she. I, that would be like a marketing lead. In what fucking company? There's a standard, just like, basically, like, bog-level graphic designer just making stuff get called into the office of the fucking top-level owner of the company to be told, yeah, I don't like this, right? Who, like, in what world is he even running the marketing? They've got a whole-ass department for that. I can't think of a company I've ever... I've worked for some small companies, right? Mm. There's only one I've ever worked for where I would regularly... Where I had any communication at all with the owner of the company, and that's because it was a family business owned by, like, six people, right? Um, other than that, like, the company I work for now, I've never met the owners, right? Um, I... The company I work for that, never met the owners. Tim... Yeah, you work in a. I work in finance. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say the company's name, of course, but you work in a company that could be considered a household name in certain regards. Uh, that I definitely see out in the wild quite a lot. Sure. Ever met the owner of your company, Tim? Actually, yes, a number of times. If you made a mistake tomorrow, or like you did something like not even made a mistake, if you just I don't know made a suboptimal report or something, would you get called into the owner's office to get grilled out? No, but I, I would I would have to report directly to my line manager. Right? What the fuck is going on at this company? Why is Patience being called into George Hedera's office <laughs> to be to be grilled out about the wrong shade of red? Why is this even a decision that he's making? He pays a whole ass department to do that for him. And even I mean, then, he should be talking to the heads of that department and not Patience Phillips. He could maybe, you could argue that maybe he's got, like in, in talks to like, the marketing guys to be like, this is the direction I want our marketing to go. But why is he talking to Patience then? No, she, she, she's just a randy graphics designer. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually fucked, right? It's not it's just me. It's stupid. The like, hierarchy's it, no good. It, 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 okay, the reason that this scene happens is it is the villain reveal. It's like, it, yeah. it, you know, it's the creating the friction between Patience as a character and the company she works for, which sets, obviously, the story up in the scene for what happens later. But it's fucked, dude. It is. It's It's a bit broken. Like, it feels like there's not much hierarchical stuff going on there. No, like, th th there's no company in the world at the size of Hidare who would have this situation happen, not one. Now, uh, granted, we're watching Catwoman, we're not toting it for its realism, but come on. Um, there was one thing that I wanted to talk about while writing yes. up my Catwoman article. What did you um, find out, Tim? 
So I was going through the awards and nominations, and we've said before that this film got the best picture at the Golden Raspberry Awards. It, it won a Razzie, uh, and that Halle Berry is famously uh, the uh, fifth person or sixth person to have a Oscar followed immediately by a Razzie. I don't know. What is, a, is it a Razzie an ironic award? I... A Razzie is like the opposite of the Oscars. Okay, right. Yeah, it's like, ah, it's kind of shit, mate. Okay. Exactly. Right, cool. Can I run you through the the baffling nominations and, uh, and awards that this thing was nominated for? Okay. All right. So it's going to start fairly normal with the Golden Raspberry Awards. Uh, worst Picture, one. Mm-hmm. Worst Actress, Halle Berry, winner. Uh, oh, I don't. Okay. Worst supporting actor Lambert Wilson, aka George, nominated. Worst supporting actress Sharon Stone, nominated. Mm-hmm. Worst screen couple, and this is this is citing the Golden Raspberry Awards actual nomination page for this. Halle Berry and Benjamin Bratt or Sharon Stone, whichever. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Halle Berry and Benjamin Bratt or Sharon Stone. Wait, when... I'm assuming it's when they're, like, in the mansion and Sharon Stone gives Halle Berry the phone. Yeah, that... I... Weird. Uh, that was nominated. Uh, it On also screen... Got... Okay. Uh, yeah. It, it got Worst Director for... It won that, uh, thanks to Pete Off. Yeah. It also got Worst Screenplay with writers John Brancanto, Michael Ferris, and John Rogers. Now, that's okay. just the Golden Raspberry Awards. There's also the Stinker's Bad Movie Awards, okay. right? Uh, there's Worst Picture, uh, which it won. Yeah. Um, the Least Special Special Effects, um, Warner yes. Brothers. Uh, yep, winner. The Most Intrusive Score. Uh, <laughs> yes. It was nominated. Yeah. Worst Screenplay nominated. Uh, worst Director uh, Pete Off winner, worst actress Halle Berry winner, and worst supporting actress Sharon Stone winner. Okay, so I disagree with calling Halle Berry the worst actress. She actually does a good job in this movie. Hmm. She is plagued by awful writing, a terrible director, ridiculous like camera work, and just like having to play a character that is not easy to play well. She was dealt a bad hand for this. She, yeah, she wasn't a bad actress. She was a good actress in a bad position, and she fucking acted her heart out. Like, I, I, I don't think she like did it perfect acting. Absolutely no. not. But saying worst acting, I, I can't agree with that. Sharon Stone, I debatable. That that was pretty shit. Honestly, uh, so Lambert <laughs> Wilson was also kind of awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, I just found some awards to be particularly interesting. In particular, the worst screen couple. Yeah, that that's that's really weird. Yeah, uh, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to? Tim has seen this movie. Okay, I'm really excited about this one, Tim. Yeah, really excited about this scene. Uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> Take it back now, y'all. Uh, wait, I'm starting to doubt myself. Is this actually the next scene? I'm sure. Wait, is this not earlier in the movie? Do we need to go back and watch? I'm going back to watch just for a moment. Yes, I am. I'm completely misremembering what the next scene was somehow. The next scene shows. Oh, it's this scene. Catwoman alone in a mansion and it's dark. She's walking through the mansion, goes into the study, and turns the lights on to see a dramatic reveal. Of George Hadare lay dead on the floor, covered in cat scratches. Enter Sharon Stone. Ha ha, got you now, Catwoman. I'm gonna frame you for the crime, yo. Turn on the waterworks. Catwoman's here, no. Catwoman runs away. 
And Sharon Stone gives a menacing look at the camera as she reveals her evil plot has gone. Basically, Sharon Stone kills her husband and tries to blame Halle Berry. Uh, and then also they film Catwoman. Tim, you got one tweet to describe this movie. How do you do it? Uh, I've saved my note from last week on this. Um, okay. So it's it's just going to be, you unloaded this gun into my husband. No, wait, you unloaded this into my husband. <laughs> Um, okay. And the note I put for last week was double up on the tongue out emoji, please. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I so, told you I'd remember. For some reason, what I thought this scene was is one we've actually already done. Right. But I thought, I, um, in my head, when I was like plotting this movie out to like find what the next scene was going to be, mm-hmm. in my head, for some reason, I thought the following scene would actually be um, the handwriting analysis scene. Oh, the the O is indicative of loneliness. Yeah, but that was so much earlier. Um, it turns out the actual scene that follows that last week's scene is the one where like he analyzes like her lipstick for like three seconds. But it's not really a scene; it's more of like a throwaway. So it's you know, yeah, yeah, it's, it's um, whatever. Yeah. Um, all right, Tim, let's go to who's one. Alex, uh, can you please play the music? Let's play who's tall. You know what, Tim? I'm feeling tall today. You're feeling tall. Yeah. How tall specifically? Uh, my usual height, which is five foot two. Uh, as opposed to how tall I am whenever I'm sat down, because I'm 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 at my new standing desk right now. All right, flex it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Who's taller as a gamer? We established that Halle Berry is five foot four, and I'm going to give Aya a list of people, things, whatever, uh, and Aya has to guess whether they are taller or shorter. Uh, is this week VTubers? Yes, how did you yes. guess? Uh, because you asked me if, what VTubers I know and or watch. Yeah, all right. I don't know. I know three of these and okay. one I've never watched. Um, so there's Kazuna AI. Oh, Kazuna AI is like the original. Like she basically like, I wouldn't say she was the first VTuber, but Kazuna AI was like she the first VTuber. It? She definitely was the origin of it blowing up to what it did. She like she was the first truly successful VTuber. Um, yeah. I have like, the audience at home who don't know what a VTuber is. What is it? Uh, a VTuber is somebody who uh, streams, makes gameplay videos, whatever. Uh, but unlike having a face cam, which is what a person would typically have, they use uh, an avatar, typically an anime character, but not always, uh, to uh, and pretend to be them. It's called VTuber because they're they're virtual tubing. It's basically its own kind of little ecosystem, its own sort of little built-up universe at this point. Um, and the difference between VTubers and people who just use avatars on streams is that VTubers uh, don't put on the airs of I'm a person pretending to be someone else. They fully embody the character and it's considered rude to acknowledge the fact that they're actually not real people. And um, it's nothing to do with floating down a river. No, nothing to do with floating on the river at all. Uh, I, I'm not huge into the VTubing world. I know a little bit about it and I am a fan of two who I don't even really watch that much. But yes, that's VTubers. Uh, Kazuna I was like the... OG VTuber, she was like the one that first blew up. Um, well, I, just went on, was... I just went on ChatGPT and said, give me the six VTuber heights. Nice. Uh, well, Kazuna I is going to be shorter than Halle Berry. Yep, she is five foot one. Let's uh, go. Kaguya Luna. No idea who that is. I'm going to say taller. Uh, shorter, four foot eight. Um, okay, she's tiny. Mirai Akari. Fuck, no idea. Shorter. Oh, yep, four foot eleven. Uh, Guagura. Oh, 
Uh, it's Galgula. Uh, that's oh, significantly shorter. Yep, four foot eight. Um, Maury Calliope. Maury Calliope is taller. Yep, uh, five foot six. And Inugami Korone. Korone is my second favorite VTuber. Ooh, height wise, uh, I'm gonna say shorter. Yep, five foot one. Water in the fire. Why? <laughs> Water in the fire. Why? I've only uh, seen a couple of clips of her, just like snippets, like Turtle House. <laughs> uh, her, her Super Mario streams are funny because, like, she uses those. Those are the games where she like she only speaks English, and it's like a way for her to learn to speak English while streaming while playing a game that requires not much concentration. Is she the one behind the clip of Thank You, I Am Die Forever? Yes, I Am Die, Thank You Forever. Uh, yes, yeah, so she's she's behind that, and that stream is with Maui Calliope, my favourite YouTuber. Um, oh, well, there you yeah. go. Yeah. All right, well, that's who's taller. Uh, do you want to do the cat news power now? now uh, do you want to do uh, time machine? Pause for thought, tortail, whisk on, on the, the grapevine. Whisk uh, on the grapevine, even, yeah. Let, let, Tim, tell me some cat news. Play the theme song. Play, play the theme song, Alex. Oh. <laughs> How much of your desk just broke? <laughs> None, but I accidentally hit play on the movie. <laughs> Right, time to watch Catwoman, boys. Let's go. <laughs> See you in an hour and forty, everyone. Um... <laughs> All right, headline: uh, Neighbor says I'm a cat pervert. It comes into my yard and refuses to leave. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Neighbor says I'm a cat pervert. It comes into my yard but re- and refuses to leave. So, who is the cat pervert in this story? The person who has gone to the newspaper. And the cat comes into this person's story. It comes in- into their the garden neighbor. and doesn't leave, and the neighbor's got pissed off at them. How does that make him a cat pervert? Uh, well, the story goes on. Okay. <laughs> a man has been branded a cat pervert by his angry neighbours because they were unhappy that their pet that their pet preferred to so preferred to stay in their yard instead of the owner's and thought he should do more to send it home. People are supposed to love their neighbour, but they, um, that can prove near impossible uh, when they are rude, mean, or just plain crazy. For one man in particular, the relationship with a couple living next door uh, may never recover after they labelled him a cat pervert and accused him of harbouring their pet. Okay, okay, first of all, cats, Pause, do yeah. they, cats do whatever the fuck they want. I, I literally once had a cat who decided to live with my neighbour, and no matter how much both of us tried, he like he really wanted to live with my neighbour, so we were like, fuck it, you own a cat now. <laughs> like, the, it, it, Cats choose where they live, not the other way around. This, this guy is not stealing your cat, mate. Not only that, but they also threatened to call the police if they continue to allow their animal to spend time in the backyard and not shoo it away. In the video that was shared on Reddit, the man can be seen confronting his next-door neighbours who are in their front garden shouting at him. Filming the incident, he asks, I just want to be clear, you're upset because we made friends with your cat, before walking (laughs) around to speak with the couple. The man and woman appear to be absolutely furious, with the neighbour replying that he is keeping their cat on their property in the backyard against its will and must return it. As the man is being accused, he tries to point out that he's not even in the garden. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You can't keep a cat fucking anywhere against its will. No, it will leave. <laughs> you cannot make a cat stay somewhere it doesn't want to stay. Conversely, if you want to make it stay there and it doesn't want to, it won't. It like, yeah. fucking, like, yeah, no. And if a cat wants to be there and you don't want it there, no, that cat's going to be there. Like, fuck. What are the. Okay, carry on. 
as the man uh, being accused tries to point out that he's not even in the garden at the moment and the gate is open, he's told that he's being an unreasonable person and is holding the cat hostage. Asking, <laughs> asking how, to, uh, how he's keeping the cat on their property, the angry neighbour tells him that he should do more to get it to leave by going up to the cat and saying, Mercury, go home. Don't come in our yard anymore. So he exacerbated. <laughs> famously just listen to English. <laughs> so like exacerbated. The man, the man reminds his neighbour that Mercury is a cat and doesn't understand English, <laughs> nor has they grasped the meaning of hand signals. Okay, this video exists somewhere, right? Yeah. Okay, I've got to find it later. Carry on. Unwilling to believe that his cat wouldn't understand the command by the angry neighbour, uh, uh, understand the command, the angry neighbour then uh, threatens to call the police to see what they think, as he is quite sure that a law has been broken. As the two continue to argue, the man is then branded a cat pervert for keeping the cat on his property and not making it go home. Despite being shouted at and pointed while being called a cat pervert, the resident being accused can't help but laugh and ask him what crime they're going to report him for when they call the police. Uh, attempting to be fair, the man says, I can understand if it was my cat in your yard, but you're angry because your cat is in my yard. Yeah. <laughs> Viewers of the nearly two-minute video couldn't help but make light of the situation and rush to leave comments and quips about being labelled a cat pervert. One person wrote, harbouring a cat is punishable, up to nine, nine lives in the state kennel. Um, <laughs> someone else responded, this dude won't think it's so funny when he has to go door-to-door -door telling his neighbours that he's a convicted cat pervert <laughs> and isn't allowed within a thousand feet of a cat cafe or grooming salon. Another Redditor added, their yards are simple sneeze apart and this guy cannot understand how his cat took two steps into the neighbour's yard. Being that this cat owner wants his cat to stay on his property only, keep the cat indoors, problem solved. If I were this guy's cat, I would run away too. Oh my god. That's the article. Okay. Um, these people are fucked. They're, they're, they're idiots. They don't understand cats. They're literally demented. They actually shouldn't be allowed to own that cat. Because they, they clearly have such of a lack of understanding of cats and the independence they not only have, but need, mm. that they shouldn't actually be allowed to own that cat, frankly. And also, I'm also really against outdoor cats. That's, that's a personal thing, but I believe there shouldn't be uh, unsupervised cats outdoors anyway. So they are they doubly shouldn't own that cat, frankly. Um, that's fucked. What would you do if that was your neighbour? So there was a cat... Okay, so I actually... Where I just moved to, I just moved house. We do have a neighbour cat that visits our garden all the time. Uh, and You're he, a cat he, pervert, he, are you? Yeah. But, and like, so I must be a cat <laughs> pervert because, like... <laughs> someone's going to take that fucking out of context. Do you remember that thing with Shane Dawson where someone took him, like... Oh, my God, yeah. ...about his cat out of context? That's going to happen to me now. All right. I hate my life. Should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Where do you want to go? Tim, there's a scene in this movie. We've done that already. <laughs> Tim, there's a scene in this movie. We've done that already. Want to jump in the time machine? Yeah, we can jump in the time machine. We're not going back to the scene tweet. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the... the year is... 2023, 10 seconds ago, Tim has seen this movie. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Sorry, no. We're going to go time machine. Okay, let me just uh, generate a number really quick. I what you do is... is you had a time machine that was solely operated <laughs> on 2D20. The year is 2023, 10 seconds ago. Okay, so Tim has seen this movie. No, we're not going to do that bit, actually. I'm going to do the random number generator. We're going to jump in the time machine. Right. Uh, so the year is... Twenty twenty three ten seconds ago. Okay, All right, so the joke's <laughs> 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 Okay, so 
okay. The year, Tim, is 352. What is Catwoman doing in the year 352? What's anyone doing in the year 352? Presumably stuff. All right, you distract them. I'm going to do some reading. It doesn't look like a very long Wikipedia. Oh, where, what, where was I in the story? Oh, yeah. So he wakes up the next morning and he asks the monk, I heard that sound again last night. Can you please tell me what it is? And he says, I'm sorry. I can't tell you. I know it's beautiful, but you're not a monk. And he's like, okay, look, I've been here for the past like four years now. Uh, I've always heard he was telling me I can't be a monk. So please tell me, how can I become a monk? I, I really need to know what this is. And the man said, oh, that's easy. The first thing you need to do is go out to the wide world and count every single blade of grass. We need to I've know got it. Okay. Tim, what, what was happening in the year 352? Uh, so I don't have an exact date, of course, uh, but the earliest sighting of a supernova occurs in China. Wait, and a supernova? A supernova? Oh, over. So the sighting. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was just like, I, I, I literally just had to Google supernova. <laughs> yeah, like I had to Google. I had to Google the word supernova because I was like, wait, supernovas are in the sky, surely, right? And yes. yeah, I, I'm right. They, they well, they're not in the sky. They're in space. Fuck. I question my entire argument now. Okay, first, uh, uh, what's Catwoman doing about this? So I think she's using that as, as a distraction to commit crimes while everyone's looking at it. It looks kind of like a cat's eye when you think about it. Catwoman is space. <laughs> Cat- Catwoman is space. In fact, the first supernova was actually the original Catwoman. Catwoman. <laughs> yeah. That's how that- she came down from the sky from a supernova. <laughs> that's, a, that's a canon event. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, is that all we've got other than the letterbox? Look what the cat dragged in. Oh, yeah. Let's do look what the cat dragged in. Uh, uh, Alex, play the thing. <laughs> Uh, that's more of a gun sound. Um, <laughs> I am going to say uh, I'm looking around my room at different um, different statues and posters. Uh, I'm going to go with Michael Sarah. Specifically Ooh. as Alan from the Barbie Yes, movie. yes, yes. That's where I would have gone anyway. And he is... He is on the scene when the police are investigating the jewellery store robbery. Okay, fucking wonderful. Um, Alan, for those who don't know, is the... Maybe Michael Sarah's best performance of all time. Uh, it's evident that Michael Sarah actually isn't an actor. He just shows up to film sets and bees himself. <laughs> Uh, like Nicolas Cage in that way. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to know a quick story about Michael Sarah before I do this, Tim? Go for um, it, yeah. When they were filming the Barbie movie, all of the cast had a group WhatsApp chat that used to talk to each other. Michael Sarah wasn't in that group WhatsApp chat because he doesn't own a smartphone, so he couldn't... He doesn't own a smartphone? <laughs> no. Really? <laughs> yeah, so Michael Sarah wasn't in the group WhatsApp chat, so he never knew what was going on because he doesn't own a smartphone. Bro. That's the most Michael Sarah thing of all time, right? Bro, get a smartphone. <laughs> anyway, so Michael Sarah as Alan. So <laughs> the scene is happening. They're, they're investigating it. They're like, oh, Catwoman, Catboard, whatever. And in their background, Alan is just stood there. And they're like, who's this guy? He's like, hi, I'm Alan. Why are you here? I don't know. I'm Alan. Okay, and that's it. that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Uh, I'm Alan. I do beach. Um, I do beach. Yeah. <laughs> Good at uh, beach. <laughs> mate, I, I, what if there's beach? Uh, okay, the Barbie movie is so good. The whole thing with what is beach, or what if there's beach, and like <laughs> yeah. being good at beach, that was so fucking funny to me. 
<laughs> but like his job being a beach is also canon. He's not a lifeguard. He's not like yeah. he's not a swimming instructor. He's just beach. But that's canon. You know that, like. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <I do. laughs> that's so funny to me. It's, it's like they couldn't even be asking him a real job. I love yeah, that. Just beach. <laughs> beach. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so that's Alan. He's just saying, like, hi, I'm Alan. Oh, okay. Um, he's just yeah. kind of there. there. He acknowledges that he's a background character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great. He's like, yeah, I'm just a background character. Right. <laughs> I, I'm here to, like, you know, when people walk behind you in the background to make it look like you're in a real place, that's me. I'm Alan. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, okay, Tim, if you do Letterboxd. Yeah, let's do Letterboxd. I've already got my review written up. Uh, go ahead and read it for us while uh, I... It's very short, week 37 of 52. Today I learned that supernovas look a bit like a cat's eye. No start oh. changes. Okay, cool. Uh, I gotta get to my reviews. Catwoman, uh, edit. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, watch 37. Actually, notice something new today. New today. Was it that Sharon Stone and uh, Halle Berry are a screen couple? The hierarchical structure of Hedere makes literally no sense. Now, yes, I know this is a superhero movie. We shouldn't be holding it to realism. However, hear me out. Fuck you. Okay, um, <laughs> yes. Uh, that, that's my review. I'm keeping it at one star because that's really annoyed me. I mean, you got mad about uh, an hour or so into this film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got I got really mad. Uh, should I find a five highlight box review first time? Uh, yeah, go for it. Okay, let's look at the letterbox reviews. Um, uh, In the meantime, oh, we'll do plugs. Um, no, I found one. Okay. I found one. Jeff Kelly. Jeff Kelly. Oh. Shout out to Jeff Kelly uh, on the 30th of July 2023. I love this guy's energy. This guy has the it factor we need here on Letterboxd. Uh, he is doing God's work and he is working hard to do it. Jeff Kelly, I alone will revive this movie's Letterboxd score. That's it. Okay, he's got a bit of a tirade. Yeah, that's it. He's, he, he's just going to. He's going to fix the movie's Letterboxd score. Him alone. All right, well, fair enough. Uh, right, well, uh, you can find me at Wembembo on everything. You can also find me on my other podcast, Game Club Pod, uh, where we discuss video games once every two weeks, not too dissimilar from a book club. Also, check out the sideshow, Two Blokes from Bloody, where it's me and my brother Joey talking the shit for, like, uh, anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour each week. Uh, come check out uh, all sorts of stuff, like what Tom Hanks is up to. Hiya. Cool. Yes. Anything you want to plug? Yes. Go on. Hi, I'm Aya. Um... Ooh, I've been put on the spot. I didn't think about this. Uh, uh, um, you can find me uh, on Tumblr at TechWaifu. Um, also on Instagram. Um, you can listen to my other podcasts. Uh, it's where me and my two friends get together once every now and then and we play video games. Not too similar from a book club. Uh, it's called Game Club Pod. Um, uh-huh. It's a pretty good podcast. I recommend listening to it. If you've never heard of it, Tim, I'm I'm sure it's new news to you. Um, I listen. I like memes. Mm-hmm. And my name is Aya. Memes. My name is. Uh, 
thanks for watching. Listen, thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks everyone. Thanks for smelling and touching. <laughs> Bye. Bye.